This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hey guys, so today's episode is such a great guest. I know you guys are going to love her. I have the fabulous Lindsay Girk, who is a mom of two, a TV host, an influencer, and just all around beautiful, real mama. And we just get into all things mom today and our journey. Welcome, Lindsay Girk. I'm so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. We had like, you know, real life technical difficulties for like the last half hour. Zoom was not being my friend today. And so, you know, I always love to share with my audience all the Zoom and technical issues because I feel like everybody deals with that nowadays. So, oh my gosh. Yes. My life. Everything is just technical difficulty. Right. Everything just doesn't want to work. You're like, can it just, you know, just hit the play button and and make it happen. But it just, uh, (laughs) it's okay. It's today. That's like my life. It's like my Arlie's crawling around the ground. Like, just doesn't want to be without me and she's teething she's got two top teeth coming in and so it's like oh yay let's just add to the chaos <laughs> gosh and how old is she now oh I can't believe it she's nine months it's wild oh my gosh and how old is Penny now she is so beautiful by the way Lindsay thank you she is five months she's also teething so oh yeah so fun <laughs> cue the cue the teether toys but um right yeah. yeah. <laughs> right when she's sleeping through the night, then she starts teasing. It's always, you know, something. Right. Exactly. Right. You're like, yes, they're sleeping. And then you're like, and here come the teeth. No, yep. not sleeping anymore. <laughs> I know last night it was like twice. My Justin, my husband texted me while I was working downstairs in my office and was like, I'll get her, you know, this round. And then like the next round she woke up and I was like, ah, okay. And he like texts me and he's like, she's looking for a boob. And I'm like, she's always looking for a boob. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Thanks, but... babe. <laughs> you know, it's like, but I want like, look, I, you know, I know you like, you know, from, you know, Las Vegas now from us, you know, being on shows together and doing fun, you know, fashion and baby segments. And I obviously, we become friends through social media and I wanted to have you on my show today because I just love not only how real you are but obviously how funny you are and you know everybody else obviously does too I mean you know I know you won't toot your own horn but like you know your TikTok has blown up from sharing all of your realness of motherhood and the hilarious skits you know that you do and many have you know followed you and found you and you know I, I have loved watching your growth because I know you're just sharing your heart and sharing like what you're going through. And I think it's amazing that you've had a tribe rally around you. So I want you to like tell my audience a little bit more about you and kind of how you got into, you know, the space of everything that you do. And and, and like, let's just get into like all real things, mom. <laughs> okay, for sure. Um, well, as far, thank you, first of all, for the kind comments. Um, as far as like social media is concerned, I started that probably five years ago, obviously before kids. Um, and I was just sharing outfits and, you know, stuff like that. And, um, I actually quit my job at the time 
to work full time on my blog, which is kind of backwards. <laughs> Normally <laughs> people wait for growth to quit their job. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. And it was a great decision. And, um, after nine months of doing that, I was like, okay, I need to bring in a little bit more income and Las Vegas <laughs> now started. So, um, I was able to do that part-time while still focusing on my blog and social media business. Um, and it's just been like the best of both worlds because I get to stay home with my kids. And, um, actually in 2020, I was like, what am I doing? You know, I, I wasn't seeing any growth. Um, and I'm like, what the heck am I doing? I feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I told my husband, I was like, maybe I'll just stop. And he's like, no, don't stop, but have fun with it. You know? So I stopped kind of playing by the rules of what you're told, you know, when it comes to Instagram or whatever. And I just started posting things that made me laugh. Um, and I shared more motherhood. I was sharing my kids. And, um, I did, like you said, like I did find my tribe of people because it's hard when you are, you know, kind of in isolation, you're in lockdown. And I just found all these mothers and the mothers found me and it, like everyone has helped me so much because you know, when you're going through it, you have a newborn, you have a two-year-old, whatever it's, it's crazy. So I definitely felt like I wasn't so alone anymore. And I just, I'm just incredibly grateful for kind of the path, um, that's presented itself for me. And yeah, I, I'm just very happy right now. <laughs> Yeah, as you should be. And I mean, that's amazing, Lindsay, like, you know, that you really were like, hey, you know what, I'm not going to play by the rules and I'm just going to do me. And I think that's such a great lesson for anyone that's, you know, listening right now, especially moms and anyone who might be in the social space. You know, we create all these rules and these, you know, so-called standards and status quo. And it's like, really, at the end of the day, they're all bullshit. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, I think even for me, you know, it was like when I went from being this, you know, known celebrity stylist to like, let's be real, was very glam and very surface and very much like, you know, hopping on planes, going to different styles and celebs. And yeah. that was my job, you know? And when I had, you know, Amelia and my birth didn't go the way I wanted it to go and everything kind of like blew up in my face, you know, not only did I postpartum depression, but like, I couldn't show up on social media. Like I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh, like I am comparing myself to everyone and like destroying myself in the process. And, you know, I think fast forward then to having Arlie and just being like, you know what, like, this is, this is real. And this is what's going on. You know, same, same thing. People were like, oh, thank you for, you know, the realness. Thank you for the vulnerability. And I think because I shared such my own postpartum depression story that I never expected to share. And my, even my family was like, whoa, like, we didn't even know you were going through that. And it was like, it wasn't something that I planned on, you know, sharing. It was just like being real. And I think it's so interesting when I talk to different amazing women like yourself and others, you know, when you see them really align, when you see things really take off is when they kind of switch. And all of a sudden you don't see that quote unquote perfect anymore. And you see that realness and you see that vulnerability and things take off. And I really believe that's because, you know, we're, we're just letting it all go. Like you said, you're, you're breaking the rules. You're saying what rules I'm going to just do me and have fun with it. And I love that your, your husband, you know, like was like, Hey, you know, don't give it up, but like change up what you're doing. Yeah. And you're, I love how real you are. And I think, especially you talking about PPD and like people, because a lot of people go through that and postpartum anxiety. And regardless if you have that or not, after you give birth, it's so hard your hormones are fluctuating, you know, you're, you're responsible for these little tiny humans or one or, or you know, <laughs> four. 
And it's just a really rough time. And sometimes you can feel alone or you feel like what's wrong with me. You know, I should be able to do this a little bit better. So when people like you talk about this stuff, it makes it not so scary. It makes you feel not so alone. So I totally commend you. And I personally love your posts about that stuff because it's just, it's hard. And it's nice that you're able to connect. Social media gets such a bad rap because of the perfection, because of, you know, the, the front that people put on. Like, I'm like, homegirl, who's wearing a red lip after they just gave birth? <laughs> not, not me. Um, you know, when you can connect to people, I think that's the great thing about social media. Like I said, it gets a bad rap, but I personally love it because I've found my people. Yes, I completely agree with you. And, you know, it's it's funny when you say that the red lip, it's like, it's true. It's like, you know, you look at these women, you know, most women who gave birth and it's like, yeah, no, they're not usually, you know, that glam because like birth is so obviously intense for anyone that's gone through it. And it's funny. I laugh at myself because I think about pre-kids and, you know, of course I was like, oh, I'm going to get myself so glam yes. when I'm in labor and I'm going to be glam every day when I have them. And and all and I'm like, now, like, as I'm like in my sweats, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yes. You know, and it's like, <laughs> you have like this reality check, which I have to, by the way, say to you, like kudos, because whatever, like I watch your stories and stuff, I'm like, oh, she got her face to get together again today. Like that did not happen for me today. Maybe tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I have to just put a little, so when I'm feeling like, tired or like I don't have my crap together I will put on some makeup and it takes five minutes and it it just it changes my attitude like I definitely wear it for me um okay. even if it's just for a little bit but I've found that it helps me it wakes me up a little bit I love I feel that. motivated so like I'm not wearing red lipstick because I don't know how I'm supposed to kiss my kids with red lips but um <laughs> but yeah and I do think there's this um there's this mentality that Moms have to look like, you know, crap all the time, like messy bun and whatever. And I totally look like that a lot of the time. But then sometimes I do like, like you said, you get glammed up because it feels good. So there really should, we need to accept all different kinds. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and, you know, and I love that you said that because it's like, there are so many different types of moms, just like, you know, there's so many different moms, how they feed and what they do. And it's like, it's like, stop the mom shaming, like, just be happy for their mom. Like, I love that you just said, like, that you do that for you. Cause I think that's such a great lesson or just tip for anyone listening. It's like, you know, if you need a little pick me up, you know, sometimes that might be something. And I could agree with you the other day, you know, of course, when we're working, like, you know, doing content, you know, I get myself together and I was like, look at myself in and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling myself yes. today. You know, it's like- it makes you feel good. It helps you get motivated. At least it does for me. Yes, for sure. I, I love that. Wait, and I have to be like a little selfish here because I do think you do such a great job with your makeup. And I know, of course, you put on like your highlights and everything going to be in the show notes, guys. But can you share like a couple things that you feel like you said it's five minutes yes. for you? So what do you feel like are your like little tips and go-tos that like maybe other moms and even non-moms, you know, that are listening could do when it comes to like quick makeup? For sure. Um, so I stopped... I will wear foundation when I'm on the show, but I stopped wearing foundation just this past year because I'm like, what's the point? And also your your face is, you know, (laughs) people are wearing masks. You don't want to cover up your makeup. Um, So I will pretty much every other day I'll put on sunless tanner on my face. I use Miami gorgeous because it doesn't break me out and it's like um, Mm. immediate. It's not clear and you have to wait. It's just, it's bronzing. So I feel like that makes me look a little bit more alive and awake. And then um, (laughs) I'll put on some concealer, um, some like a cream blush, that milk. What is that? 
product called Milk, I think is the name of the brand. I put on blush. Okay. Um, and always a ton of highlighter and um, my brows. And I, a lot of times I don't even put on like mascara, but that is enough for me to feel like, okay, you look okay. You look good. You're doing it. <laughs> so that you're yeah. doing it. I love so that. The, sunless tanner. Okay. Five, yeah, that sunless tanner is that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I'll have to check it out it's funny when you said it it's like immediate because I've tried a few and I feel like I like wait and I put more because I get very impatient it's my personality and then it's like oh no now you're orange and you're no longer cute and then you're <laughs> start over start over pal- like your hands and your feet are just pale and your face looks like you just got back from Jamaica yeah I've been there pretty much yeah yeah it's like fake f- f- faux tanning problems one 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 yeah, or no, okay, so I'll have to, okay, I'll, I'll have to, uh, I'll put in the show notes, I'll have to try it for myself. Well, and I mean, okay, so Lindsay, obviously, you know, you are really, like, funny and, you know, real about everything you share, but, like, when you kind of were, like, feeling like you were having, you know, no growth, and you were, I'm sure, feeling uninspired yes. and kind of feeling stale, what switched for you that you were able to get yourself, especially, by the way, like, kudos to you, to be able to do that? during this time because I feel like you know there's so many people and I know a lot of my listeners have reached out to me and said you know like they are struggling of course during this time they are having a hard time finding their creativity again they don't know where to start and I think that it's really interesting there's a lot of people who really are like kind of carving out new paths for themselves and flying and then of course there's others who are just surviving which either way is totally fine but for you why do you feel like or how do you feel like you got unstuck and got out of that stale feeling? Um, I just, I feel like I kind of changed the the direction I was going in completely because like I said, I was posting about fashion and after I gave birth to my son, Ollie, I didn't really know where I fit because I'm like, okay, I like the motherhood stuff, but I like the beauty stuff and the fashion stuff. And you can totally do all of that. Um, but I was like, I don't feel like I fit in. Like, should I take these staged photos that are, you know, super glam and gorgeous and really cool? Because the, the people I was following seemed to be doing well in that avenue, um, in that department. And so then for me, with 2020, I'm like, well, I'm not going to post outfits that I'm not wearing. That doesn't make sense to me. And other people <laughs> are like, okay, dressing up to sit in my living room. Like, you do you. That is awesome. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm living in loungewear. So... I was like, well, I'm not going to post about outfits. Um, I like taking pictures with my kids, you know. I like doing that. And Ollie absolutely loves the camera. Um, apples don't make apples so don't cute. make peaches, so as my stepmother says. So, um, <laughs> so when I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing fashion right now. And then I just started posting videos that made me laugh because I felt like all of last year was just insane. There was one thing after another. And I just felt like I would like to look on social media and see something positive and laugh. So I just posted a video and it did well. And then I posted some pictures and then I posted another video and it did well. So I'm like, okay, well, this is more fun for me anyways. <laughs> Had someone told me five <laughs> years ago that you just need to make videos in your house <laughs> and take pictures. Of you. Like it, I, and I truly enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Like we talk about breaking the rules and stuff like that. I felt like it was just monotonous and it wasn't bringing me joy or making me happy. I think when you do something that brings you joy, um, people pick up on that. 
even if it's through their screen. I think people can pick up if you're being genuine and if, you know, what you're doing makes you happy. So that's the thing. Oh, absolutely. There's a vibrancy. Absolutely. I mean, when you, when you watch your stuff, there's a vibrancy of joy and you genuinely having fun and not just quote unquote creating content. Yeah. And, and I agree with you. It's like people can also feel the authenticity and the realness from people when they look at something versus something that maybe, you know, stage or someone worked really hard on to create. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But they, they can pick up on now, especially I think everyone being home can really start to like pick up the tones of people and like, who's really their people yes. and who are, it, you know, and it, it's really interesting. And, you know, so you've been doing so many funny videos and obviously this will be, I'll be in the show notes. As you guys, if you haven't seen Lindsay stuff, you'll be bawling your eyes out. I literally watch and cry, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, so now that you're like doing all these different videos, Lindsay, do you feel like you just constantly have new creative like ideas? Cause you're taking them of course, from so many of your own motherhood experience, which just makes them even more hilarious because you're bringing us into like your living room basically and like your bedroom and your life and being like, Hey, this is what the, the shit show rolls yeah. every day, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun because I do get a lot of my ideas from my kids. So like every single day, them just being nuts. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, put that in my notes. I'm going to add that to the next TikTok video. Like it's just, they, provide me so much content and making these videos. I was talking to my husband, my sister. I'm like, I don't like, they're entertaining for me to do them, but I don't find them that funny. And my sister and my husband were like, they are, but this is also like your form of therapy. So that's why you think of them differently. I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. Cause it is. I act out what they're doing. And it just makes me, I don't know, not do pantry. It makes you feel yeah, good. It makes me feel really yeah. good. So yeah, I do. I love that. I love that you said it's your form of therapy because isn't it funny how I feel like, you know, when you were talking about my postpartum depression, like, you know, when I started, you know, this podcast and when I really started sharing my realness on social media and took a whole different turn and everything, like I started really also like feeling like after I got through this like heaviness, I started feeling like it was therapeutic. And I said to everyone with my podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, there's something about like saying it out loud and having these different conversations with moms and women that I feel like this like cathartic healing that I never expected to experience and it's interesting that you know they use the word therapy and how you're saying how it helps you I feel like I also find that so common with so many different people I talk to who start to like turn a corner or change a path wherever it may be that that's where it starts it's like it's some kind of therapy it's some kind of way of helping them move past and be able to get to the other side of things you know and it's just, it's just so interesting. That, like, I just see there's so many of those connections, especially in the social space. Absolutely. You're not only, it's not only therapy for you, but when people look at your stuff and they're going through the same thing, it's therapy for them. I've had so many moms reach out to me and it's, it's so heartwarming. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel yeah. incredibly blessed to be able to connect with people. And it, it is all because you just have to drop your guard. And if anyone is listening to this and they're like, how do I grow? How do I grow? Change it up. If you've been doing the same thing and it's not working, change it up. And if you have to kind of streamline, you have to know your audience too. So I was like, I want to be talking to people who are like me, you know, they, they like For to sure. have fun. They like makeup. They like fashion, but it's not every single day. They, you know, have great mom days. They have hard mom days. So you have to know your audience too. And I think when you can kind of streamline that, then you're only going to see yourself grow um, and be able to reach more people. There's a saying, it's like, um, oh gosh, I can't remember, but it's like, you can't be speaking to everybody. 
you have to, you have to pick and not everyone is going Mm -hmm. to be, you know, in your, in your circle and that's okay. But the people that are there, they're really going to be there. They're really going to show up. That's right. And, you know, also too, I think you hit on something when you were saying that about just being you, you know, you being Lindsay and you sharing like, you know, for you, for, you know, for your, you know, people and like for who you are and what you want to connect on. I think that's another thing too. It's like so many people, and I'm guilty of this as well, where in the beginning it was like, I felt like I had to please everybody. I had to show up for everybody. And, you know, and and I think social media can do that too, because of course the numbers, the likes, the this, the that, all the things around you that you're like, oh, I got to make sure I'm I'm getting this person's attention and that. And it's like, it's all, again, it's all bullshit. It's like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not for everybody, especially now in the Instagram algorithms, like 10% of your people see you anyways. So, (laughs) so it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it really is. But I think that's such a good, you know, share of yours to say like, hey, I just, not only switched it up, but I like did it for me. And like, I think again, there's something about that because you did it for you because, you know, you helped yourself, but also helped others. I believe also like, you know, God, universe, source, whatever, anyone listening resonates it aligned and you're in service. And so therefore, you know, you're seeing the rewards from it because of you doing that, you know, and I think that's just so magical about social media. Like you said, like it gets a bad rap because like you're a testament to that. And it's, it's so, it's so interesting because, those like I know in the space that feel that way all have that in common. And then those that feel like social media is this and that on a negative tone, it's like they're really yes. surface and like raising my hand, I was there too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so it's just, it's so interesting. It is. It's that 5D vibration, baby. <laughs> I know we talked about that. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. I tell oh my God, it's so funny. I had this conversation the other day and they're like, talk more about this. Talk about that. And I'm like, I'm like, it's so funny. I was like, it's so woo. And I'm like, I'm like, it's not though. Like if you really get into like the actual like vibrancy, like how you were talking about, you know, your own video and like how, you know, like, people can pick up on the feeling. Like it's that vibrancy of joy. It's that high yes. vibe. It's like whatever resonates for you. Don't we all want to be having like high vibes and like feel good, you know? So it's just like, I, I love that you said that. And, you know, Lindsay, I mean, you know, you are a mom of two now and, I, you know, so am I. We're not too far apart as far as ages and everything else. What have you felt like going from a mom of one to a mom of two, especially because you have a boy and a girl? I'm curious because I obviously have two girls. Like what, what, what was it like for you to go from one to two? And like, what would you share, I guess, up until this journey where you feel like, you know, you really feel like maybe you're nailing it in some areas on a good day. And then some areas like you're like, mm, yeah, not so much. Cause well, oh, let me tell you, I've got many, but I'm so <laughs> curious, like for you, you know what I mean? And then also too, like boy to girl, like what a difference that is, because, you know, I hope one day to get to experience boy, cause you know, putting it out there, probably going to have one more. Ooh, and so, so you know, at some point, not now, not now, <laughs> but like, you know, a little down the road, but you know, it's like, I, I I'm so curious. I love hearing from their moms. Like, you know, like where their sweet spots are and where they aren't. Cause I think we all, you know, of course, try to find our different hacks and, and tips as we go yeah. through. But of course, let's be real. I'm always laughing at me. She's like, you're barely surviving mom. You know? It is, it is girl going from zero kids to one. I'll, I, I'll be honest. It was, it was not that difficult for me because I have younger siblings. I've nannied, you know, I, I kind of knew what to expect, not to the extreme, but it wasn't that difficult. But I got it tenfold going from one to two. It has been so hard because they, you know, they don't sleep at the same time. When I get one down, the other starts to cry, wakes the other one up. Like there have been a lot of no nap days, a lot of sleepless nights. And um, my hormones 
were just so out of whack. I feel like during my pregnancy, I'm like very even keel. I'm very happy. But then again, tenfold afterwards there, it's like haywire. I had this postpartum rage. I'd be like yelling at my husband about, I don't even know what, and I would apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with me. You know, you feel like you're, I was, felt like I was crawling out. You feel, you yeah. feel crazy. I know. I've it's like, I feel like I'm crawling yeah. out of my yeah. skin. That's how I know that it, you know, um, so it's been really challenging. However, I will say anyone who's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So I'm like, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Is this going to be like this forever? It is not. They will eventually sleep. You know, like I felt after we turned the corner after fourth trimester, like now, you know, four months, five months, it's just a little bit easier. I'm able to give myself a little bit more grace. Um, my husband and I talked about self-care and he was like, we should do a sticker chart. It was a recommendation from a friend. She's like, I have to do a sticker chart of self-care. So I like read a book or go on a walk. And my husband's like, let's do that. So what are you going to do for self-care? I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I, take, I make videos. He's like, yeah, but that's also kind of your job. I'm like, but I like it. He's like, okay, we need to find something else. So my self-care is like once a week, I will call, I'll FaceTime family and friends. I'll sit and have my wine. And that's like my me time. And sometimes I still feel guilty about it. And I don't know why, but I think you definitely like, I have to do my night, like my self-care night, because then I'll be energized, you know, for the next day and for bedtime. I just feel like it makes you a better mom when you're able to set aside some time for yourself, you know, cause it's momming ain't easy. I've held multiple jobs, worked long hours. And I honestly think that taking care of my kids is the hardest thing I have ever done. Um, it is a J-O-B. Yeah, and oh, yeah. single moms, moms and twins, like moms, I just, my hat goes off to every single mom out there. It's just, it's, you know, the pay is crap and it's really hard, but it's also the most rewarding thing. And it does bring me the most joy just like watching them. And as crazy as it gets, it's also a lot of fun. I know. Isn't it wild? I, I love that you said that, you know, like that it's like, it is so intense. Like it is the hardest job in the world. And I'm, I'm so with you. It's like, I laugh. Like I used to think celebrities were hard to style and like their tantrums. And I'm like, oh, they prepared yeah. for my real tantrums in life. You know? <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, this is the real shit. That would disappoint yep. you. You know, it's like, it, it, it's so funny how, you know, I think so many moms, like, we all experience that where we're like, oh my God, it's, it's so intense, but it's so funny how and most people I talk to the same thing. It's like, but it is so rewarding and it is so magical to get to see them like grow and experience and just do all the things. And, and I love that you have that now with the sticker chart with the self-care because like, let's be real. I mean, we all have a hard time, especially nowadays with all of us home doing the self-care thing. And, you know, it's like self-care. Like I realized for me, especially after my postpartum depression was like, self-care is really self-love like the buzzword mm -hmm. of course is there but it's really a form of self-love whatever you choose to like really make you feel good and pour back into you it's like that really is how you love on yourself and then because you're loving on yourself like you said you can then pour it back out and give it out and I didn't realize how much I was depleting myself so much with Amelia that I love that once I you know had Arlie in that sense I was very aware of kind of what I was not going to allow myself to do and was definitely going to work 
very hard to make sure that I didn't, you know, get into another postpartum depression situation. And thank God, you know, I didn't. But I think because I was so hyper aware of what I had been through, that I did so much extra self love and self care. And I made sure I was present to that and that that was important and really spoke up to my husband and gave myself grace. And I think as a new mom, at least for me, it was really hard for me to do that and voice that to those around me with Amelia. Like I didn't feel good about being like, I need help or I, you know, I'm just losing my shit. Like I couldn't voice that with, whereas like with Arlie, I'll straight up turn to my husband and be like, Justin, I need a minute. Like yeah. I, I can't deal right now. Yeah. And it's important to have, you know, if it's a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, you need someone, you need someone that you can call and they'll come over and just relieve you for a little bit. So you can catch your breath, you know, it's yes, because sometimes yes. it, just, it does get overwhelming and you, you have people grabbing at, you know, little people grabbing at you. You're so needed. Um, and you want to set a good example. So, you know, I think it's okay for your kids to see you cry from time to time. It's natural. It's an emotion, but you want to keep it together. So, you know, they're having a good experience as well. So by the end of the day, it's like, I, you've bottled everything up. You just need to, you know, take a breath. And sometimes you only get like an hour at night before you're too tired and have to go to bed. I can't tell you how many times I've like stayed up watching Netflix because I'm like, I just want some alone time. And I'm going to stay up. Oh, amen. Yes. I've like, done the same. I could yep. go to bed, but I just want to be awake with myself. <laughs> for a little bit. Uh, yeah. I just want to have a sleepover yeah. party. Just me. Yeah. Only party of one. I know. I feel you. I feel you. I've done the same so many times. I've just stood up. And sometimes I'm just watching dumb YouTube videos. And I'm like, why am I not asleep? I'm going to be tired tomorrow. But it's like, same thing. I just want to have me time. I just want to be on my own and not be, you know, nursing and playing and this and that and the whole thing and just be like, oh, I'm in my body yeah. by myself, laying here, like just enjoying, you know, and then sometimes it means I get myself, you know, in the tub, like I try to get in the tub. I love the bath. I try to get in the tub like once a week, every other week, depending on how crazy it is here. And I like have my, you know, salts and my essential oil and I go like all out my meditation music at my, you know, my room all zen. And that's like my happy time. And I get to like really decompress, but you know, a lot of times I don't have that time. So I find those, like you said, those pockets of five minutes here, five minutes there to be able to, you know, do downtime. And it's funny, like you said about making videos, I feel the same way. It's like, Oh, well, I'll do my podcast. And my husband says the same thing. He's like, well, that's part of your job. And I'm like, I know, but it makes me happy. And he's like, yeah, but it's still part of your job. You know, it's like, I think it's funny how so many moms that I'm friends with and, you know, like have seen grow in their businesses and are entrepreneurs, like, we all have that in common, like where we almost don't realize that like our job blends into like our world because mm -hmm. we're so in it, but because we're so happy in it. And so I love that you said like you're doing the sticker thing. So tell us a little more about that because I feel like other moms and even, you know, just women and then anyone listening can relate to just like helping them, you know, curate a little simple self-care, self-love Yeah. So um, this, I have to give credit to my friend, Megan. She's the one that told me about this. And I think she said you have to pick. Um, you put a sticker on, like you have, okay, hers was reading a book. So mine is um, talking, like FaceTiming with friends, having my wine, like just that alone is so great. And then I'll also, um, I have reading, a little bit of reading. I'm trying to do baths, although I'm finding out that I find I, they're kind of boring to me. <laughs> my husband, like, how's it going? I'm like, I'm so bored, but I'm trying to relax. 
Uh, you got to meditate, girl. I don't know if you like meditation, but that has been like for me, like that's how I jam in the bath. Like I, I get in and I find a meditation I'm really into and I got okay. my candles and the whole shebang and I got my wine on my little like wood tray that like, you know, sits in the middle, like the whole thing. I set myself up and I like literally I'm in like Zen and I'm just like, okay, Do not I'll try that. I'll try that. <laughs> um, and then what else? I'll send you some meditation. Links yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm into it. Um, <laughs> And then what else? I have uh, getting my nails done. Like every three weeks, I'll go get my nails done. So those are my self-care things. And you're, you set a, whatever you're comfortable with, you know, like three things or five things or one thing every day. Um, and it just keeps you on track because sometimes you can look at your chart and be like, oh, I, I haven't done anything. And it's Thursday, you know? So that's why I'm feeling – it kind of totally. validates why maybe you're feeling low, you know? Because sometimes you're like, why am I feeling this way? Well, you haven't done anything for yourself, you know? And by the way – Taking a shower when the kids are asleep does not count as self-care. I don't know when. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When we started thinking like just (laughs) personal hygiene and getting a decent night's rest is like self-care. That's, that's not, that's, you have to, that's basic human needs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right that's survival like 101 I know it's so true isn't that funny you say that because I know so many moms will say to me like well I got to shower today and I feel so good and I'm like okay look I'm, I'm not gonna pretend like I get a shower every day because I don't but like when I do like if I'm gonna make it a self-love self-care moment like I'm taking a long shower otherwise it's just a quick in and out yeah. sure I don't smell yes. and get back to what I'm doing you know what I mean like it's, so I love that you said that because I think that's write that down. Any mom listening, like that's such a good, you know, reminder. And then you talked about Lindsay. I love that you touched on Ugh. mom guilt because we all have mom guilt. It's like the worst <laughs> ever. I'm curious, like, how do you personally, especially now that you've gone from one to two, how do you feel like the guilt, like what it's been like, and like how do you deal with it? Because for me personally, I feel like my mom guilt has gotten way worse because. Not only, of course, having two, but because like Amelia being a toddler and turning, you know, three next month is like so much more like wanting me and like come play with me and come do this. And it's like I'm nursing or I'm like actually trying to finish something for work really quick Mm -hmm. while Arlie is napping and trying to find those pockets in the day. And it's like the guilt really takes over for me recently. Like I'm curious for Um, you what it's like. I'm working on it. I'm really working on it because I do think that having that mom guilt is not, it's not beneficial for us. It's not beneficial for our kids. It, it doesn't help. It hinders completely. Um, but I'm still working on it. Like last night was my FaceTime, have wine, talk to my sister and my friend. And my husband put the kids down. And this morning I was like, I'm so sorry. I will do double duty tonight. He's like, you take care of them every single day. And plus I like to have a little extra time with them too, you know? So I, I check myself and as long as I am dedicating like quality time with each of them, then I find my mom guilt subsides. Like I played yesterday light bright with my son for like an hour. We played light bright, no phone, (laughs) one-on-one time while Penny napped and we do exercises. So that's one-on-one time. Like we do toddler exercise videos from YouTube. So as long as I am dedicating quality time to each of them, then it definitely helps my mom guilt. And also if you feel, I think a lot of us feel guilty um, for working, you know, but like my husband said, he goes, I don't feel guilty for going to work every single day. Why do you feel guilty for, you know, cramming an eight hour day into two hours? Like that's, that's not, that doesn't work like that. So I'm like, okay, yes, but it's hard. Mom guilt is really hard, but we have to stop 
doing that. We put way too much pressure on ourselves and I'm, you know, speaking to myself as well, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. It's, it's true. And you're right. It doesn't serve anybody and it only hinders. And, you know, I've had to do the same. And it's like, if I'm doing something and I really am starting to feel the guilt or like the other day I was working in my office, I usually bring both girls in my office and let them kind of play. Thank God. Like I'm mean, so good with our leads. They kind of play on the floor together a little bit for, you know, a few minutes while I get things done. But like yesterday she was getting really needy of me and she kept climbing up on me and sitting on my lap and this and that. And it was like, okay, very obvious. She like wanted my attention. So I was like, okay, as soon as I finish this, like I will come and play with you and we will do this. And I was just not getting through because I could not like concentrate. And she was like, kept looking at me and I was just like, you know what? I closed my computer. I got off. I like went and played with her. We did like dance and she was so happy. And I just like felt so much better that I gave myself like that grace and that like, okay, it's fine. I'm going to come back to it and gave her that time. And I feel like my guilt lifted like immensely because I gave into that. And I, and I think it's funny how, especially, you know, like working moms, like from home, like we do have that guilt around like giving our, our little, you know, whatever age that time. And at the same time, we also feel guilty, like your husband said of like putting the work in and being like, I'm going to do this for my work. And, you know, and it's true. It's like most people that like, go to the office, like, our husbands, they don't, like, they, they don't feel guilty going. Like that's just part of their routine and what they're doing, you know? And so it's just so interesting how mom's brains really work. And it was interesting. I was reading an article the other day. I had to find it, but it was all about the science behind like mom's brains. And it was like literally about, you know, how the mom guilt does happen and how, you know, the actual like brain functions differently and how like we forget so many other things. <laughs> Arlie's like straight up laughing at me. Uh, we forget... <laughs> We forget so many other things, you know, because we're so hyper-focused on our children as we're supposed to be. But it's so wild how our bodies and brains like actually adjust. It's actually pretty amazing when you think about it and like what we're called to do. I'm like somehow I feel like at least myself, I forget to like give myself so much of that credit of like what badass women we are as mothers. And like, no matter what you're doing, like how much you're just killing it, even if you feel like you're. Yes, a we need to get. We you know use what I mean? a phrase. It's called mother load. So not only are we, most of us, you know, you're kind of the primary caretaker of your kids, and you everything. You have to do everything. Um, and you're mo- you're you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're working. Sometimes you're taking care of the kids. You have to keep their school schedule in mind. You know, you have to make sure you have enough food for the their lunches. You have to all this stuff. It's called the mother load because not only do we treat ourselves like we're the CEO of the household. Okay. But we're also the workers. No Mm -hmm. business works like that where the CEO is also all of the workers. So you, it's the mother load and it becomes overwhelming clear, like rightfully so. So, and it's hard for us to delegate because sometimes we're like, it's just easier if I do it myself, you know? Like my husband's like, I'll go get the groceries. I'm like, but you don't know what ingredients I need to make the dinner. He's like, well, then tell me. And then I will, I will know for the future. <laughs> so we have to learn how to delegate or else we're going to like lose our damn minds. <laughs> I, I love that you said that because it's so true. And I love mother love. That's awesome. And I mean, it's true. It's like the delegation is so important. It's something I had to start to learn even in styling was like letting go of like, if I was going to style all these people, I like, there was no way I could style them all. I was like delegating the task out to all the different people to be able to uncover, you know, more clients. And I had to have like a rude awakening of like, uh, you're one person, yeah. you can't phone yourself, sorry. So, you know, figure it out. And it's so true. Like motherhood, it's so much more, you know, intense and you do so many jobs and 
it's you're right it's like you need to delegate you, you also need to feel comfortable delegating like I'm curious for you Lindsay like how you feel like you know like how do you decide like what you actually allow to come off your plate because I'm definitely having a very hard time with that I'm definitely learning like I had to give up putting Amelia to bed which like was hard for me because mm-hmm. I always loved putting her to bed and you know and then it was like with Arlie like, especially with like nursing and teething like I won't get out of her room for like over an hour and then by the time I need to get out like a minute should already be in bed and you know it's like a whole song and dance and so my husband's like well I'm gonna put Amelia to bed then and it's like yeah. you know and it's like it's, it was hard for me to like let go of that and give that up and every now and again Arlie will be a deer and go right down and then I will put Amelia to bed and it'll be like a special treat and Amelia will be so happy that I you know it was my turn but I feel like I have a very hard time personally delegating you know just being like hey I need a little bit of help or hey I'm struggling with this like I'm still definitely learning you know where those areas for me yeah, are and it's, how I it's can get better hard for me to ask for help I've always been like that I, I just don't do it I take pride in like juggling a bunch of things even though I'm like <laughs> slowly losing my mind <laughs> oh same same yeah and, and, and there's a million balls yeah. in the air and they're just all um, falling there's another analogy yeah. oh gosh it was I think it's Dan- oh I don't want to say the name but you have um glass balls and you have plastic balls so you're juggling all these balls and you just need to make sure some balls can drop because they're plastic balls you know they're not a big deal. Like, um, you, you maybe can't put your kids to bed that night or you didn't make dinner. Like I forgot to thaw out the chicken. So, you know, we ordered in or whatever, but you can't drop the glass balls, like your relationship with your husband or your relationship with your kid, you know, the quality time, you can't drop the glass balls. It's okay if you drop some plastic balls that happens. Um, but one thing that, um, I delegate is my husband actually will like, do the grocery shopping. I'm like, I don't care to make the meals, but I need help with grocery shopping. And it was actually in my vows, in my wedding vows. <laughs> I can't promise you I'm going to cook every night, but you will not go hungry. So, so like sometimes like I can't make dinner, you know, I wasn't able to do it. So it's not a big deal. So that's something that I delegate. And, and my husband really is so helpful. He just, in nature, he just wants to help me out all the time. So I'm just learning sometimes to be, and also I'm learning to let him parent his way, <laughs> you know, we're, we're on the same page, but just because he doesn't oh, do it exactly yeah. the way I do it, it's okay. And it's really hard to like give that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's really hard, that. <laughs> but. Well, it's hard because it's like, you know, like you were saying, you know, closer in the beginning of the show, how we do so much and we are the primary and we are so in it. And so, you know, it's like, I'll make the joke, but like, you know, my husband, like, you know, will be, you know, he works from home now and, you know, he'll be in his office and Amelia will like go up and sit and watch TV. And I'm like, could you not let her do that? And he's like, well, she's just happy. And she's just sitting here. And I'm like, you're undoing everything I did. And he just looks at me like, okay, thanks. You know, and I'm like, sorry, I don't mean it that way. But like, she's so good. And like, I don't want her to be like fried later because she had too much TV and this and that, you know, and it's like. And, you know, and it's like, and it's like, it's funny, like, I'm hearing myself out loud. I'm like, oh, it's so ridiculous. But it's like, you know, we do like we we get in those modes of like, well, this is how I'm doing things. And so if you don't, then I feel like it's going to go off course. And, you know, I think that's a really good, good lesson to like, say, like, you're like, hey, you're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, you're on the same page. It's just a little bit different. But um, yeah, it's, it's really hard. And like not correcting that, especially in front of the kids. Oh, yes. (laughs) 
I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm constantly catching myself. I know. And I, he'll call me out for it too. Like we're very, <laughs> we're very, very real and open with each other. And he'll be like, babe, like I, I, I got it. And I'm like, yeah, but then he's like, ow, I got it. You want me yeah. to do it? You want to do it? Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 you do it. I walk away. You know, it's funny because I'm totally guilty of that. And, you know, it's, and, and he, and same with him, like he wants to be helpful and he wants to, to do more. And it's like, I'm the one who's like, I need to let go. And it's funny because I didn't ever think I'd be that way. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm really that way. <laughs> so it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely a a struggle and a, and a yes. check in. I, you know, I think with, like, I can. Re- I definitely relate. I'm sure a lot of other people can too. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think that's you know, like honestly, that's why I love doing my podcast because it's like whether you're a mom or not, it's like all these conversations I have. You know, I always feel like someone gets to take something away that inspires them and uplifts them and hopefully helps them. You know, in their day to be able to be like, oh, okay, like it's not it's not so bad or, you know, I am losing my shit, but like the next day is a new day. And, you know, that's something I think I've had to also learn too in motherhood is like, you know, even if it's a really, really bad day, like there's the next day. If you're going to bed and you're just like thinking of all the ways you can better yourself, like just because your kid may watch a little bit more TV today, you're still a good mom. You know, you forgot dinner. You're still a good mom. You lost, you know, your patience a little bit that day. You're still a good mom. Like you're still a good mom. Give yourself grace. Right. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. You say give yourself grace. It's like, I, I constantly remind myself over and over and over again. And it's like, it's so, it's so simple yet. So important for all of us, especially right now to give ourselves grace, which I think that's a great way to end this Lindsay. Like how, how do you choose to be able to step into giving yourself more grace and allow yourself that? Because that's not, an easy thing either you know it's like we talk about mom guilt so much but like giving yourself grace really is almost just as important if not more and I think that so many struggle with it because like even on my social when I get dms and different things from moms you know and they'll be saying something to me the first thing I say to my dms is like give yourself grace and they're like oh my gosh thanks for a reminder and it's like why is that so difficult for us to remind ourselves to do that because it's so important in order to like move forward in not only our every day, but like in every moment of everything we do when it comes to motherhood in our lives. It's something that I struggle with for sure. Um, but I know, I know in my heart that I'm a, I'm a good mom. You know, I, I spend quality time with my kids. I want to raise them as best as possible. I know that I'm a good mom, but sometimes it's hard to, or it's easy to forget because honestly, I know we're kind of bringing it back to social media. Um, it's the compare game. Like back in the nineties. Okay. Mom's had it mm-hmm. easy. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to say easy, but you don't have like, you compare yourself <laughs> to the Joneses, keeping up with the Joneses. Okay. But that's in your neighborhood. That's in your same like economic bubble, you know, your, your same group of people. So you compare yourself to your neighbors with social media. You start to compare yourself to all these people. And you start to compare yourself to these mothers who probably, you know, some of them have nannies. Some of them have live-in nannies, you know, and some of them aren't trying to work. And you just, you compare yourself to all these different people, you know, millions of people. And that's not fair. You have to like check yourself and you have to surround yourself with people who are supportive and uplifting. Like I talk to my husband all the time. I very openly be like, I feel bad about this. And he'll say, well, you don't have to because X, Y, and Z. So he definitely helps me so much um, 
and he helps me realize like, it's okay. We're doing a lot. And if I'm overwhelmed, he's like, it's okay it, because it's overwhelming. Like what you're doing is overwhelming. You're not, you're not crazy. Right. You're okay. And let me help. So, but giving yourself grace, I mean, it's easier said than done, but you just, at, at the end of the day, you just have to check yourself. Because if you're, if you're feeling bad and you're feeling guilty, then it's going to lower your mood. It's going to make you a worse partner, a worse parent. Just have to do a 30 second dance party and change your attitude. <laughs> yes. Movement is like so key, right? I love that 30 second dance party. Such a, such a good reminder and so simple. And like anyone listening can do that and take 30 seconds to have that dance party or a few minutes or whatever it may be. And I love that you brought it back to social media, Lindsay, because, you know, I, I love what you said, because I, I learned this, especially going through my postpartum depression and when I was doing the comparison game over and over again. And comparison really is the thief of joy. I mean, you know, it's, it truly is no matter what part of your life you're in motherhood or not, when you start to compare yourself to someone else, you're no longer not only aligning and, and looking at your authentic self, but you're literally allowing it to yes. rip away any joy. And One, I that couldn't agree more. And it's something I've had to learn, like how you said, like with social, of like not constantly comparing and not constantly looking and being like, oh, well, should I share this or should I do that? Or, or, or why do they look that good? Because I, I'm, you know, nine months mm -hmm. out now and I thought I'd be here and I'm not there. And, you know, it's like all these things you tell yourself and you're right. It's like that grace of being like, you're where you are and everyone has, you know, they're winning and losing seasons. We all do. And, you know, it's, it's reminding yourself that like we are all, you know, human and we've all been through all different experiences and continue to be, and just allowing that grace for yourself, you know, is a really good reminder of that. And, you know, I think honestly, that's why so many have chosen to, you know, follow you and honestly like love you. And, you know, I, I was so happy to see, you know, all your stuff, honestly, recently going up because uh -huh. like, I, I know what, you know, an amazing woman you are from obviously knowing you IRL in person and, you know, being around you and, you know, just, you know, the kind hearted soul you have and everything. But like, you know, I was so happy to see when you started sharing so much of like the joy and the things that were helping you, like you said, in your own therapy, but then also seeing how much was helping others. And to me, people like, it was so funny because when my mom groups, posted one of your videos on like my things and I was like that's one of my friends I know her and they're like oh my god you know her and I was like yes I love her she's you know she's so sweet and you know I know her from Las Vegas now and you know social media and it's just so great when you get to see those around you win when they're especially like in who they are like truly and sharing that from their heart and helping others I just think it's you're gonna amazing make me cry. So I just you, really want to like, and you know what that's you. why you're successful because you do empower other women you do lift people up you don't have you know there is no jealousy you you cheer people on and I think that's a testament to your character and you know why you're so successful so I I really I appreciate that more than you know Oh, well, you're welcome, love. And, and at some point, I'll see you IRL when yeah. the world wants to calm back down again. I, but, you know, but I, but I mean it, you know, I think it's, you know, and thank you for those kind words. But I think, you know, that's one of my favorite parts of this show is getting to just lift other people up and share their journeys and their stories and, and have others be inspired by you as well, you know, and, and know that like it, it can be for them. And it'll all be these things that we think aren't, are just limitless, you know, are just limiting beliefs. It, it, they're not real. You know, it, it's what we create 
for ourselves out of all the different things that, like you said, again, bringing it back to social media, that we compare and we allow those yeah. limiting beliefs to come in instead of feeling limitless and being like, no, I can, you know, I can do it all, even if I can't do it all at once. And like you said, I love that, yes. I that away with the plastic balls and the glass balls, you know, but it, it's true. You know, it's just, it's so true. So thank you so much for just being real and being here and sharing so much. I'm so excited. I got to have you on. Is there anything else you'd want to leave us with? And tell oh, us, of course, okay. so we can find um, so you, follow you, plug yourself. Lindsay Girk is my handle on uh, TikTok, on Instagram. And I'd love to have you guys over in my little corner of social media. We have fun and um, we talk about our good days. We talk about our bad days. It's kind of a community. I feel like, I feel like it's not followers. Like they're, everyone's my friend, which is really nice. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I love that you said that because I, oh my gosh, I, I have said the same in my own family because so many times they're yeah. like, you share more with them than you do with us. And I'm like, it's not, it's, it's not meant to like upset you, but it's, it's, this is my community. Like this is who I built yeah, and around me and, and we share. So I love that you say said it that. To, out on Instagram stories or social media. Sometimes yes. it's just easier. Yes. It's harder to kind of admit to your family if you're having a rough time, you know? And, um, but yeah, I'm just, That's right. I'm grateful. I've, was able to come on this podcast and talk with you and get real. And I'm just, I'm grateful for this life. I'm feeling really happy right now. So. I love that. I love that you ended with that. Cause like, you know, I think that's just such a great high vibe. You guys know me, woo woo five D like it is. I they all know by now, you know, but it's, it's so true. I love that you said that and ended with that because I think that more people need to know that they can feel that way. They should feel that way and they should want to feel that way. And so, you know, kudos to you, Lindsay. I love all you're doing guys. Everything about Lindsay will be in the show notes. So you can follow her. I highly recommend you do to laugh, to smile, to feel good, especially if you're a mom needing to just not feel alone. So Lindsay, thank you again so much for being here and guys, cheers till next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Happy Friday officially, and I hope you guys enjoy the weekend. Thank you so much for supporting the show and all the love and reviews you guys have already left me. If you haven't already, please make sure you're subscribed, leave a review, post on social media, tag a friend, tag me, tag the guests like today, Lindsay Girk, tag the podcast, everything with Allie Levine and share it and we will share it too and give you some love and you know I just love seeing when you guys vibe with a show what resonates with you you know what uplifts you because honestly I love this show so much and I love all of you and I love connecting with all of you and getting to connect with these amazing guests and hear their stories and just get to bring it to life and so thank you so much for all you guys do with supporting my show and I have so many more exciting guests to come and new ideas and projects to share so hope you guys have a great weekend and thanks again for tuning in